1: Restrictions all apply. See website for details.
2: All right, at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my opinion! He will never
3: emotionally fulfill you.
0: Because I don't want to be a part of this. Go to sleep!
3: Go to sleep! Those your legs to marry me and trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo?
2: Welcome to Morally Corrupt, a show here on the Ringer Reality feed. I'm Rachel Lindsay. Callie Curry is joining me for the news of the week, which I feel like we haven't done in a hot second because our news of the week has pretty much been Vanderpump Rules. And now that we're all trying to pick up the pieces or like get back to our regularly scheduled program now that... Uh, Vanderpump Rules is over. We've got more news of the week. Other things are happening in Bravo World. And Callie's also going to join me to recap Summer House Martha's Vineyard, and then Zach Peter's going to join to get into OC. Callie, what's up? Are you ready to tackle this news of the week? Um, I am, because it is not great news. It's not great news, right? Okay, so the first story which we kind of have had heard, but it wasn't what we thought. So Monique Samuels, formerly on Real Housewives of Potomac, and her husband, Chris Samuels, have announced that they are ending their marriage after 10 years together. Now, the reason I started it off that way is because a few months ago, the story had come out that they were getting a divorce, but Monique was quick to jump on social or talk to someone in the media and say that's not true. I think they were separating.
0: Mm-hmm. Was
2: that what it was? And so it was like, okay, okay, good. I. It depends where you, where you, how you feel about Monique. I liked Monique and Chris together. I liked Monique on Real Housewives of Potomac. I actually miss her on the show. And this was upsetting to me. They have three kids together, um, I thought would look like, of course, you never really know how things are behind closed doors and off social media or TV, how things really are. But I was rooting for these guys. Callie, were you shocked when this announcement came about? Um, I'm not
0: shocked because I think that, first of all, obviously, we know like divorce rates in our country are so, 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 I was gonna say super high, but so, so high. Um, divorce rates for athletes are even higher. Divorce rates for retired athletes are even higher. Um, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, because obviously um, there's an enormous life shift when yeah. um, someone retires. You go from being busy all the time, being kind of everything revolves around you. You're moving based on where you're playing. You're your family does whatever is best for you at that time. And then, and you have to, you also have to understand that if you're a professional athlete, that means that you've been really good at your sport for most people for a long time. So since you were about 14, 15 years old, people have been telling you how great you are for a lot, yeah. a lot of people. Um, your entire life has revolved around this sport and it just stops overnight. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, very true. And then that coupled with you're used to being the star of the show, you're now retired and people care more about your wife. Um, You have three little kids, you're making less money. All those things, I can see it happening. We saw on the show that they had some strife, not a lot, but some. Um, so I'm not surprised. Am I sad? It does make me sad. I really did like Chris and Monique together. Yeah. Do I think that either were like the perfect partner? Probably not. Like, I don't think anybody is. Um, but I really liked Chris. I like, I really, really liked their
2: family. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it's sad.
2: You You made me think of something because when we were watching them on Potomac, I do remember Chris not liking how much Monique was working Mm -hmm. because she had her podcast, you know, not for lazy moms. Now she was doing the show. And I think, and maybe this is, this is the case with retired athletes. They expect a certain life when they come home Mm -hmm. and Monique wasn't catering to him in the way probably that she was before. And so that was another thing. I, I, I didn't watch. So what, after they left Potomac, they went to do Love and Marriage DC. I, I didn't, didn't watch, that, watch that show, but apparently, it was very obvious that they had marital issues on that mm-hmm. show,
0: which now well, makes me want to
2: go watch it.
0: I also think that if you're having marital mar, marital if you're having marital issues, going on reality TV is not usually the cure.
2: No, but they always do it, right? They yeah. always go on when they have issues. And maybe because they know that it's inevitable that they're eventually going to leave each other anyway, or one knows that probably the housewife knows that. So she's trying to get her coins and put her ducks in a row before she fully pulls the, you know, like decides to to make that happen. Maybe that's what that is. I don't know, but I would never go on if I had issues ever. No, but you We're know what? Be I'm, sure, rock.
0: I'm sure the people, the housewives that have stayed married. I'm sure they have had issues and I'm sure they've handled them off camera. And that's why they're still together.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. That's true. I mean, Monique has put out a statement um, where she said, it's no secret that Chris and I have been struggling in some areas of our marriage. And anybody who watched Love and Marriage DC last year, y'all saw the arguments. Y'all saw everything that was going on. Um, And this was in a YouTube video that they put out. And she said there was a lot of confusion. It was a crazy buildup to the 10-year marker. Um, And she said, when you've been married that long and when you have things that you like, listen, this is being unmet or I've been unheard. I get, this is Monique talking about herself and her marriage. She said, you start to get frustrated. And then she says, oh my God, is this what life is going to be? And she said, I can't take it anymore. She said, y'all saw in Love and Marriage DC last season. It was my cry for help. Jeez, I'm going to go watch it now. Um, you know, it does make me want to watch it. Right? Because I, I guess I just want to understand. You know, we I need to put a button on this. We saw them on Potomac. I need to see what happened because I guess it was that obvious. Um, and then people, fans also noted that they hadn't posted each other on social media since December 2022. They didn't post anything to commemorate their 11th wedding anniversary in March. Yeah, it was they didn't coming. post on Mother's and Father's Day. so. I guess it wasn't a shock to people who really follow them. We weren't. I I I wish them the best. You know, obviously you think about the kids when it comes to this, because their children are young too. So,
0: you know, I I would I would welcome Monique back with open arms on Potomac. I'm just saying.
2: Open arms. The problem is that, and I like Candace, that would be the, the the entire season. Her complaining about Monique back. But if we're if we're talking about Phaedra coming back, possibly, to Atlanta or another franchise, then we need to have that conversation with Mo- well, about Monique as well. Monique, Monique left. She wasn't fired. So...
0: Oh, is that for real, though? I think so, because she kind of okay. announced it at the reunion that she wasn't coming back.
2: Okay. Um, okay. So
0: it does seem like Monique was like, I can't do this. And it seemed like it was more for like her and her husband...
2: I was gonna say, I bet it was a Chris decision. You mm-hmm. know, Chris wasn't happy about the way she was fighting on screen.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. So,
2: I think so it she was might come back a, to us.
0: Yeah. So I feel like it was more of a like, yeah, this is not good for my my image. Um, I would love her back. Come I would on, back, love, Monique. I would also love because I know Monique and Ashley are still friends. I would love um single Ashley and single Monique take taking DC. I
2: would I would like now that. Now that's the spinoff show that we need. I would enjoy That's it. That's the spinoff show. <laughs> love it. Would love it. Um, By the way, okay. I know she has three kids,
0: but I'm sure she'll get a decent amount in their divorce settlement. Um, Monique is still young and she is beautiful. Stunning. Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. I think she'll
0: I think she'll do really well in the secondhand market. I
2: <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. Um, in other not so great news. Dorit Kimsley is being accused Ugh. of stiffing a nurse who helped her recover from plastic surgery. Now, what I'm missing out of this story is what plastic surgery did Dorit have? Did, did mean, we get that detail? Because that's what I wanted no. to know. More than anything else, I want to know what work she had done. We know she had work. She's a completely different face yeah, than when yeah. she met me. She's had a lot of work done. But I, I still think her work look looks know. good. Oh, no, it looks really good. She's definitely had a facelift. And that's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. You know, lower facelift. That's true too. Yeah, for but, her to have for, the nurse. Okay. Yeah. So what it's being reported, she's being sued. Boy, those Kimsleys stay in a lawsuit. Do they not? Every year it's a new lawsuit between the two of them. But according to court documents that have been obtained by radar. Online, which we know is a go-to for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which means some housewife probably tipped them off, former or current, to what's going on with Dorit. Um, She's being sued to pay only $8,600. That's not that much for a Dorit. You know what I mean? Like $8,600, why couldn't you pay that? So the, the the nurse, whose name is Natalie, is claiming that she provided medical services to Dorit. Dorit had plastic surgery. She hired her for day and overnight care to monitor and assess her pain, administer medication and treatments per the physician's orders, and address any medical needs and concerns that Dorit had. She submitted this invoice, and it has not been paid by Dorit. And as I said, we know this isn't the first time that the Kimsleys have been attached to a lawsuit. This isn't $8,600. I mean, maybe Dorit's saying that that's not what it should have been. But like, to me, she should pay this just to go away.
0: It does seem that their lawsuits have all been surrounding money in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You would think that she would pay this just not have it come out. And you're going to pay your lawyer more than this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're going to pay your lawyer more than this. Your outfits that you wear, which it's been alleged that she rents the outfits that she wears on the show. Oh, really? I didn't know that. (laughs) I have seen that out there. That's why I say alleged. Don't come at me. But alleged that she rents her outfits, maybe even some of her bags. But it just seems like, It's always something—they owe people money all the time. Mm -hmm. And when you're flaunting this lifestyle and all these—the clothes and the designer labels and all these—the bags, the shoes, it just seems like you should be able to handle this. And as Mm -hmm. you pointed out, the retainer alone is more than this. Way more than this. Mm -hmm. So, Dorit, this is—it really is embarrassing. Forget the retainer. My pride. Would want this to go away. Me too. I would just pay it. And really quickly, ending on a high note, we got a cast photo from St. Bart's with the legacy Rony cast for the Ultimate Mm. Girls Trip. And this thrills me. Goosebumps. I am excited about every single person in this picture.
0: I'm excited about everyone in this picture, but it doesn't thrill me because based on what we've got from Ultimate Girls Trip, we're not going to get this till 2026.
2: (laughs) I feel like they have to make it up to us because of what happened with Ultimate Girls Trip 3, the third season. But I also feel like it took two—well, I feel like we heard the rumors of what happened with Ultimate Girls Trip 4. A long time ago. And you are right. We should already have that by now. Mm-hmm. We should have that. I don't know what don't the holdup is. We don't have a date. I don't know what the holdup is. We're getting Rony, a uh, new Rony, in July 16th. That keeps showing us that sad trailer, which does not excite me at all the the women fighting over cheese that's not drawing me to it are we gonna watch it yes partly because i have an obligation to because we would never let (laughs) our morally corrupt listeners down i'm not into it i'm gonna tell you what else i'm not into that we're getting in july i don't want to watch crappy lake oh i thought
0: thought you were gonna talk about miami i was like come on girl i am ready for miami is that coming out in july
2: no miami's not coming in july it is? Yes. It's coming before yes. it's coming before Roni. And it's gonna be on Bravo. Okay. First off, it should not have come before Ultimate Girls Trip 4. I'm co- I'm I'm confused <sighs> at these timelines. I did. What a treat. Obviously, I don't know how to read the rundown. I did not see that Miami is upon us in a couple of weeks. I am very excited about that. Crappy Lake. I don't know if we're covering it or not. I just don't know if I can. I just don't know if I have the energy to put it mean, into my life. I definitely don't.
0: I definitely, definitely, definitely have no interest. But I will probably
2: watch at least an episode to see where we get. I mean, Annie Cohen swears it's so funny. It's. Right. The, I do want to see Luann and Sonia together. I just don't like the concept of the show. I don't like the name. Right, crappy,
0: crappy <laughs> Lake is enough for me.
2: But I am excited for Miami. So Yeah, you know. very, a lot of sad news surrounding Miami, though. So I feel like this is going to be a little bit of a sad season, you know? There is a lot of sad news. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I am happy to see the ladies back on screen and the fact that they've worked their way back to Bravo. Beautiful. If, we're gonna, if, we're gonna, if you were going to move a franchise to Peacock, oh, which one would you currently move? Orange County. Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta! We don't I'm even cover watching. it on
0: Morally Corrupt. I'm not watching Atlanta or OC. How is OC this, how, on a scale of one to ten? This season of OC is where
2: this episode was not great, but Tamara's bringing it. Yeah, so it's good. So it's okay. it's it's better than last than the last couple of seasons. Let me put it like okay. that. So I should I give hope. it a chance? Let me watch two more episodes. Okay. <laughs> And then I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you I will bench. ask you. I will ask you in two weeks. On because you're not going to come for me for wasting your time. So let me give you. Let me give you. <laughs> okay. Give you two more episodes. Um, Speaking okay. of wasting our time, <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> <laughs> summer house, Martha's Vineyard. There's something missing, Callie. There's something <sighs> missing. These they're holding. We, we, let me just preface it by saying we are fans. We are rooting for to oh, keep, keep watching. I'm going to keep watching. We want it to be great. And I do encourage people to watch, but there's an element that's missing. And I feel like, because we'll get a tease and it's like, okay, there's some conflict here. This has the potential to really blow up and be a big moment. But there's so... They, they're so quick to resolve it, and I feel like people are holding back from us rather than just putting it all out there, and it's that's what's missing. It so could be. Like, that argument that they were having at the table, even though it was an old argument, it could have been bigger than that. Because if it was an old argument and they had talked about it, there really could have been a moment for the Alex and the Shanice to pop off and even the pot stir jasmine and it just fell flat well
0: okay this is where this is what i have to say overall the concept of it i think it's an excellent idea i think the show can be amazing i think the biggest mistake is the casting i think that they casted really well for like three or four people and casted really poorly for like five or six people <laughs>
2: um, There's too many people for it to not be working,
0: right? So, um, that is my issue with is the casting. I think that Shanice is a great cast. I think Summer is a great cast. I think Preston is a great cast. I think Bria is a good cast. It falls off pretty Bria's sharply good. after that. Oh, I don't mind Amir. He's okay. Um, it falls off pretty sharply. Like, I think Alex is, like, a fine person, but he for, for reality TV, do I think not that for, he's what yeah. I want? Yeah, no, that's not what I want to see. Um, if you're going to cast Silas and Jasmine, that's fine. Then let's get to the root of the issue here. Y'all aren't happy. Why aren't see, we talking that's, about that's why I would. that's why I would keep them. But what I would change I'm fine is... with keeping them if, they're, if someone's going to address it. Don't act like y'all are scared of her. For example, that argument you were talking about. Hmm. I guess we're going to skip around this episode. There's not a lot to cover, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Shanice tells Jasmine, I'm going to talk to him about it later. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm going to talk to him about it later. She said that we, we need to talk about the text message. I'm like, Jasmine, what? If I'm Shanice, instead of going into it, I would have been like, did I not just tell you to shut the fuck up? Exactly.
2: But instead, she doesn't say anything. She just keeps going. But that's why I appreciate Jasmine, even though I find her uh, incredibly annoying. I appreciate her for trying to stir up the drama. What would the conversation at that table have been if she hadn't brought it up? Like, that's that's real housewives bata- behavior. That's something Giselle would do. Okay, but— Let's not talk about it. I agree. And then she, that's the first thing that she pops off I and I agree <laughs> that it needed
0: to be brought up, but you have to have some tact— Giselle is really good at doing it in a way where she would be like, oh, I just, you know, I didn't know. I thought that we were talking. Like, she's not going to ask you, do you want me to talk about it? You say no. And then you turn around and be like, so the text message. Like, I understand you wanted to get it on camera, but you got to have some tact. You know what no. Giselle would have done? You know what Giselle would have done? Giselle would have taken Alex aside and been like, hey, I heard so-and-so is mad at you for
2: this. No, she would this. not have no, 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 Giselle. No. That's what Giselle you need to do. Giselle would have... Giselle would have been like, so I was just talking to Shanice and that is Giselle. The beauty of it is.
0: Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump. Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Would go and tell the other person. And that's how the drama really gets. The beauty
2: of what Giselle would have done said that. But the person she would have told that, like the Shanice of it would have responded back been yeah. like wait a minute and and Shanice didn't so that's why mm-hmm. it's like I will give Jasmine credit because she is aware that we need some conflict. Yes, I agree with that but
0: her she's too much of a producer the entire time she this is. In, this this entire show she has been a producer and it's very obvious when she does it.
2: Yes, except for her own relationship as you exactly. pointed yeah. out. Um but that conversation fell so flat. Gosh, it just had such potential. When Alex said he didn't feel safe, that was a moment for everybody to lose their shit. I'm sorry, what did you say? Instead, in their ITMs, they're like, Alex is making himself the victim. Say that at the table. Kelly. if but he had it's said that and you and I had been sitting there, we would have uh, been 100%. like, I'm oh, sorry. Wait a minute now, what? I don't feel 100%. safe. Get the fuck out of here!
0: <laughs> but they've been doing it. Not even just with this issue. Like I think Jordan's confessionals are funny. I think Bria's confessionals are funny. But they don't say it. In, they don't say it in real time. Well, Bria wasn't even present. Bria but probably w- would have brought. Bria was that. Say, Bria Bria might have said something. Bria is the most upfront person we've got here. But like Shanice mm-hmm. will say stuff about Alex. Amir will say stuff about Jordan. Jordan will say stuff about everybody. Speaking of Jordan. I'm exhausted. We got to talk about Jordan.
2: Go ahead. We got to talk about Jordan. This is two episodes I, in a row.
0: I've been talking to my friends about this. And there's two buckets that Jordan's in. And we can't figure out which bucket she's actually in. There is the bucket that she's super insecure that she did Playboy. Thinks everyone is always talking about it when they're not. But but she's so insecure about it that it just keeps... She thinks that if anything is said, it's... It's about that. I think she thinks even if someone says she's pretty, she's like, oh, you think I'm pretty because you see me naked pose on Playboy. And someone's like, no, bitch, I have eyes. You're pretty. I've never seen your Playboy <laughs> picture. I've never, I've never looked it up. I've never looked up Jordan's pictures. And I, I think haven't she's, either. I think she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. I don't need to see your Playboy pictures to think you're pretty. But if that's an insecurity of hers or she's probably heard it from people or guys not liking her because of that, but thinking that she's pretty, whatever. So she's either in that bucket or the other bucket. I think she's in that bucket, by the way. My friends think that she's in the bucket of "I need attention by any means necessary," and I am going to gaslight you all into thinking I'm pretty because <laughs> she keeps saying, "Like you said, I was pretty. You think I'm so pretty? You guys keep you guys keep sexualizing me," and everyone's like, "Huh? No right. one said that,
2: right?" So that's the best. Playboy my doesn't exist, right? Playboy's done anymore. Right? Okay, I think so. Yeah. So I'm in your bucket, and I think that. If Playboy... I think she posts in Playboy. She thought that that was going to maybe open certain doors or she was going to be able to build on that career. And Playboy is over. Yeah. Because it's over and that's all you've done. And I... And correct me if I'm wrong, haven't really seen her do... I don't really know her outside of the show. I'm not... Like, she doesn't have a huge social media following. I just... I don't, I'm don't. i not really aware that that amounted to something bigger, maybe like she thought it would. And so now there is that insecurity of, I posed in Playboy, you know, those two times. And now I'm trying to figure out, that's out there. Now I'm trying to figure out what's next because maybe what she thought it was going to give her, it didn't give her. I do think there's a lot of insecurity. I'm sure people are in her DMs Objectifying her. Oh, absolutely. Sure, for, sure, for sure. But that's not happening in the house. And I like the when she first started doing it, I was like, oh, she's just drunk. But now mm. I'm like, she really believes, and I think this is what's tough. She's saying something so profound. And the look of confusion on everyone's face in the room is like, how do we respond to this? Do we like. Combat it? Do we comfort her? Is she serious? Is she not? It's just so discombobulated and all over the place that I can't take it seriously. And I feel bad for saying that. She clearly is suffering from something. i I believe it's in the bucket of insecurity. But it's hard for me to take her seriously because yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense. She's not communicating it well at all, not
0: at all. i I mean, People apologizing and, like, rallying around her, so much so that Jasmine was jealous, by the way, which was a very odd <laughs> statement. Very, very odd statement to say. Um, like, I would have been like, Jasmine. what are you talking about? I didn't think that Amir or, or... I don't think Amir did anything wrong. I don't think Alex did anything wrong. Alex was making jokes. He was not jokes. serious.
2: He was not jokes. serious. Right. Like, if he had maybe touched her or... Nothing. Like, the, m- maybe you looking thick, but again, like you did look thick, and 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 like also in the, the dress. It's a compliment and it was a compliment, exactly. So like, I would be if I was in that house, and I was a man, I would steer clear from her because everything one hundred percent. Impacts her, and I would be so afraid of offending her. Like, Mm -hmm. Amir has been-or being accused of something?-sweet and been a gentleman to her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, You called dibs on me, and nobody wants to talk to me. Jordan, you're not interested in any of these men in the house. What are you talking about? Also, he wasn't saying no one else
0: can talk to her. He was saying, Just so y'all understand my intentions, I am trying to get to know her. Okay. And
2: only her. If that was yeah. respect, I thought it was cute. I was like, oh, look at look Amir. At I don't think
0: there was anything I, wrong with anything that, that either one of them did. And then since then, Amir has said nothing. He's just tried to get to know her. That's it. That's
2: all. And, and how she's Amir got actually mad? said shady stuff about him.
0: 100%. 100%. If I was Amir, how he got upset because he was like, what the fuck? I didn't even say anything. I would have been upset too, Amir. And you'll be even more upset when you watch the show.
2: <laughs> right? But even on Watch What Happens Live, she kind of dissed Amir. And it's like, Jordan, my thing is, and people might come at me for this, I don't think men should objectify women at all. But here's my thing, Jordan. Which one do you want to be? That comes with the territory. I'm not saying mm. it is right. Yeah, It yeah, is yeah. not right. But you, you should. Ac- but- I'm not saying it's right, but you're, you know that it was going to happen. Exactly. That's not happening in this house. That would be but like it is,
0: Shanice flashing everyone and someone talking about her boobs and her being like, why are you talking about my boobs? Well, you just exactly. flashed people.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The jo- I, I mean, I'm upset when I'm like texting you, <laughs> which, is, which was late at night on your end. <laughs> apologies. <laughs> as I was watching it and I was like, this Jordan situation, like, am I tripping or is no. Jordan really doing the most the right now. And it's been two episodes. Um, She's the problem. The Jasmine. And
0: I don't know how much hope there is. There's only like one or two episodes
2: left, right? There's one episode. The finale is next week.
0: Well, the finale looks good. I'll say that. Silas is. lost I thought his this mind. week's episode looked good. That's true. Silas
2: has lost his mind. Silas has lost his mind.
0: If you heard, <laughs> if you heard your friend's husband talking to your friend like that, it would be an issue for me at the very least oh, i'd be yeah. like i i wouldn't at the very least cuz i don't know what's happening right i would just go in there and be like like if she's walked out i'm like calm down calm down like let's you know what i mean that like, i wouldn't get involved but i would make sure like right. are you good
2: yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't go in the room but i'd be right there outside mm-hmm. ready to 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 be there for my friend mm-hmm. when it was over and and what's leading up to we see it ex- like all come to a head at, um, in the finale or the previews for the finale, but this fight about the pants—like I really think Silas oh forgets God. that we can hear them in the in the room. I think Silas forgets <laughs> that there are cameras <laughs> and that we can hear what's happening. I mean, you are mic'd as well, but for some reason I feel like when he's in the bedroom, he thinks that, or the bathroom, that he can talk to Jasmine any kind of way. And even Mm -hmm. Jasmine responding saying like, I wish my friends could hear you. Jasmine, we hear, we're listening.
3: I think Mm -hmm. Jasmine
2: forgets too. I wish people could hear how you're talking to me. Oh, Jasmine, we're all watching. We're seeing, blink twice Um, if you need help.
0: (laughs) I was thinking about how we asked Preston are Nick and his girlfriend still together? And I'm like, we should ask if Silas and Jasmine are still together. <laughs> we um, should have been. I did hear um, one of my friends oh. um, is friends with Silas. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's either deployed or getting deployed to Ukraine.
2: Really? Mm hmm. Oh, man. That's tough. So they're probably, they're probably still together. They're still together. Um, I don't know if this will hurt or help their relationship. I don't know. Um but they clearly have issues that they help. need to work. Well no. It couldn't the space and the distance that Jasmine might get, she might like. I don't we know. We shall see. We'll see.
0: Actually, we might we might not see. I wonder what's gonna happen with I, another listen, season of this.
2: At least she won't have to iron any pants because that messing up my <laughs> pants situation and her cooking a full meal and giving it to him and him being like, I don't eat carbs.
0: And or was toast, just toast is, toast is a little burnt.
2: Like, thank you so much for making the smell. I appreciate that. Um, I'm not really eating carbs right now, but like, let me see if somebody else wants it. You know, maybe there's, you know, whatever I it may be. Eat. Or how about have just a, telling her it. from the jump?
0: Or I would just eat it. You'll be okay. <laughs>
2: Or just saying, hey, just so you know, I'm not eating carbs right now because she clearly didn't know. Like, what, whatever, Silas. Also, if, I,
0: if you've been doing it for a while, she would have known. So if this is a new
2: thing, you better eat That's sandwich. true, too. That's true, too. And then was just looking at her like, and what's the problem? Like, take the get the meal out of my face. What's the problem? But listen, if we're seeing it, this is how he talks to her all the time. And he says something in the previews I wish I could remember that's really, like, really patronizing, demeaning. Gosh, I can't remember what it was, but we'll address it next week because we'll definitely be talking about the finale. Um, Well, that's it. That's all I got from Martha's Vineyard. You have anything else you want to talk about? No, ma'am. Oh, I hope they get a second season. I we'll have our full final thoughts on the season uh, next week since that is the finale. They're not going to have a reunion. There's really no reason to. They're going on watch what happens live individually. Jordan's been on, Amir's been on. Wait, so there's not we're,
0: we're we're sure there's not one.
2: Well, I'm basing this off of the other Summer House didn't get one to like the fifth season. Well, yeah. Also, we would have seen like
0: pictures of outfits. So you're right.
2: There's no, there's really no reason to. I am actually shocked that Jasmine, have Jasmine and Silas been on Watch What Happens Live? I haven't seen it. I don't think seen I've it. seen it. So you've had Bria, Preston, Amir, Jordan, and that's it. It is shocking to me that Jasmine hasn't. Maybe, Silas definitely has not. Maybe Jasmine has and we just missed it, but... That's kind also, of shocking. We to need a we need a next summer house Shanice
0: needs a full 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 season. I can't just we can't just get her for
2: weekends. 100% the fact that she's not going to be at the finale is extremely yeah. disappointing. Correct.
0: Um, um all right, well now you get to go recap another show. Let me know in 2 yes. weeks if it's worth if it's
2: worth um, <laughs> I will. Tune Don't listen to this recap. Don't listen <laughs> to this one. <laughs> all right. Uh, Bye, Callie. And now we're going to move on to Zach, who's going to dive in to OC with me.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? to find coupons and start an instant online estimate. Visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, Get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth, plus view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com.
2: All right, Zach, we got to talk about OC. Is it just me or was this a filler episode?
3: (laughs) It was a bit of a filler episode just based off of what we saw last week, with like the big blow, the big boat blow up and then the like Shannon versus Tamara sit down lunch. So I'm like, OK, I was ready for this to really go somewhere. And all we got was a lot of like soggy Tamara and cake, lots of cake
2: and lots of cake and lots of cake. I will say I am here for the Tamara roller coaster. I am like all aboard. I got a front row seat. I mean, I'm on the front row and I got my hands up in the air. I am all for the ups and downs that she has given us. Those tears were everything. Do I believe them? Absolutely not. Do I believe that she doesn't remember all the things she said and did on that boat? No. Lies. That conversation. Yes, that conversation that she was having with Jen where Jen was having to remind her of everything that she said and did. Like that was just all so Tamara could go and say, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I really must have been blacked out. Well, that's what happens when you don't eat. Tamara. You know.
3: What it is, is she realized she was in the wrong. Whereas in the moment, I think she felt big and bad. And she's like, liar, liar, liar. And she was coming at Shannon. And now that Jen's like, "Mm, you were kind of on the wrong side because the girls were kind of defending Shannon. And that's when she Mm -hmm. realized, oh, I was blackout. Oops, I forgot. Don't remember. how Exactly.
2: Like, fuck a duck sounded great on a boat when you were drunk. But in the daylight, Mm. sober, it's like, what? They just rhyme." (laughs) <laughs> that's it It just rhymes Yeah But no that's meaning. not a line
3: That Dr. Seuss Is going to be using Anytime soon
2: <laughs> Exactly He will not be um, Something that I'm, I'm interested in Where you Side with this Because It's not The math isn't Mathing math to me Jen New housewife Jen Her affair Is a big Topic of discussion This episode and specifically because the women are questioning her about it. They've heard rumors about Jen. I, for purposes of real housewives, love it. In real life, why are you doing this? This is none of your business. You know, like she's moved on, they've divorced, he doesn't even live there. Like they seem to be good with it. Why is it such a co- topic of conversation for you? But I don't, Gina's saying that she's triggered by Jen cheating on her, allegedly cheating on her husband and having infidelity in her marriage, to me, feels like a huge reach.
3: Yeah. See, well, this is where you're a better person than I am because you're like, if we're not on Housewives, then I don't really care about her infidelity because they moved on. no, I want all the details. I want to be like, what <laughs> happened in the sauna? The sunlight in sauna? What? <laughs> Didn't it get hot? Um, But I will say the Gina being triggered by it, like, I don't, like... I get her being like, you know, I can't endorse and I can't co-sign infidelity because it does feel like there's something that Jen is not telling. She's hiding something. There are details. And Tamara has a lot of conviction behind saying that like this was an affair and they were hooking up and he was getting her gifts and they were caught in the car, right? So there's (laughs) more to the story. So I get Gina then being like, you know... I can't co-sign infidelity because she's not being honest about what actually happened and she's trying to make it seem like they just, you know, were Eddie Cibrian and Leon Rams, and they just like happened to fall in love out of nowhere. There was a Tori and Dean love story, which I mean, listen, (laughs) maybe it is, but look how they ended up. Um, Yes. But I just, I I don't know. I can't. for me, Gina, just a few minutes earlier, being messy about an Instagram post. Now, all of a sudden, she's like, ooh, this is too messy. Like, no, Gina, you're either messy or you're not messy. Like, pick a lane and and ask questions. Like, I love Emily in this episode because Emily's like a voice of reason and she's yeah. fun.
2: Isn't Emily really shining? I've always kind of been on the the train of like, it's time for Emily to go. You know, I, 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 it felt uncomfortable sometimes watching the, the Shane of it all. And I was like, I'm sick of this storyline. But I was like, we don't, We're Emily's, to me, could have gone a long time ago. But I am actually really enjoying Emily. And she's serving a purpose. And she is fun. I think Shane passing the bar really took a lot of pressure off of her. And she really seems to be coming into her own this season.
3: Yeah, I've always kind of liked Emily. I always thought she was a random casting choice, but I just loved like her 100%. personality. Um, I mean, listen, all we had to do, Rachel, was give her a taco, and now she's happy. Now she's Ugh. bringing it. Take her, take <laughs> away the now orange, and give it. her a taco, and now she's bringing it.
2: <laughs> um, do you think that Jen's glorifying cheating, or is this just, or is she just living in her life? Like this is her life now.
3: Mm, I mean, I feel like she's glorifying it in the sense that she's not being fully honest that it was cheating. And so she's kind of just glossing over it. So I wouldn't say she's fully living her life because she's not being honest and being like, listen, there were feelings. One thing led to another. Like she can do it in a way that's not disrespectful to her ex or to her current, you know, her current partner. But at the same time, it's like, just be honest, like, and that's why Tamara tells her she's like, just be honest, but she's like, I am being honest, and Tamara's like, no, they got caught in a car, like, you know, Tamara's but not doing gonna... what,
2: but doing what? Were they caught in the car? Because they were admitted knitting, to emotional Rachel. cheating. She's admitted. She's <laughs> admitted to emotional cheating. She's she's said <laughs> that. So
3: do you think emotional cheating holds the same weight as physical cheating? Because I know some people are like, well, physical is it's just physicality and there's no connection. But then emotional cheating could be more of a betrayal because there's that connection and there's that intimacy.
2: I think it's worse when a man is emotionally cheating. Mm, And I think it's worse when a woman is physically cheating because of the way we express love. And yeah, like... I, I, yeah, I think it's a bigger deal. That's just my take on it. But it's still cheating if it's emotional cheating. Let me be clear. I don't condone either one.
3: Yeah. They're not emotionally cheating in the car. If they're in the car (laughs) together and they shouldn't be in the car together, I don't care if it's the sauna or the car. It's an enclosed space. Spouses aren't there. Something's going down.
2: Well, I need Tamra to say it because that is what Tamra's good for. I mean, she did whisper whisper like your mics we heard you whisper just tell the truth which i was i loved i'm like see this is the, this is tamara that i love tamara is not going to be loyal to you when it comes to these type of situations she will ask for forgiveness later and this is what you have to accept in a friendship with tamara you have to know what you're going to get she's going to put your business out there as
3: well what as hers. Is jen what does Jen do? That, like, this is where Tamara is good, yes. And she does have loyalty to you, but you also have to, you know, she's not going to lie for you. Um, right. But like, what does Jen do? Like, does she admit to the other girls? Like, hey, sorry, I was actually lying. Like, how does she just fully commit to the lie? Because we see every time a housewife gets caught in a lie, they commit to it and they stick with it all the way until it blows up in their face.
2: Here's my thing. If I'm Jen, I'm lying. I don't, I don't know, y'all. <laughs> I don't have to tell y'all anything. My she's got a bunch of kids. She probably is lying for purposes of the kids and anything else. Not nothing. She's divorced. They've moved on. They've settled. Like it's not like she has to lie because you know like they're still trying to figure it out. It'll hurt, you know, what's going to happen with the divorce? No, they're done. I think they're done. They're yeah. done. Yeah. So she's probably doing it for the sake of the kids. So if I'm Jen, I'm sticking to that lie. Right, I came in. This is my story that I was gonna tell, and I'm not changing that unless you have some concrete proof, proof. She, and also that's she a good point. She doesn't know the women,
3: yeah. Do you think that she really did have her husband shipped to another state to go work for her family because she wanted to pursue this affair with Ryan?
2: I don't think so like does the are we that does the husband not mm-hmm. have a say? It seems like. He wants to work. How does she ship the husband off to Oklahoma? He like did he not have a job? Did he? Because she's she well, I, seems to not be as close with the family as he is. So I yeah. feel like. The family would I wonder not if she's have not, co-signed I that.
3: wonder if she's not close to them, though, because of the affair. Like, maybe I, I
2: think the family's
3: true. taking his, t- his side in all of this because she technically cheated. I get where Emily's like, something about it doesn't add up. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, hey, husband, my dad got you a job over here in Oklahoma. Bye. And then, meanwhile, you're testing out the situation at the gym with this other guy Ryan so I can kind of see Emily's point in being like it does the timing of it feels a little fishy that you just conveniently got your husband out of the house while you were exploring your feelings because like that's something that I feel like if you're in a marriage that's the one thing you don't do is send your husband away so that you can explore these other feelings with somebody else I think that's when you cut off the other person and be like I don't need to explore these feelings because I've already committed to my husband husband. So instead of shipping him off to another state, I'm going to keep him close and maybe even try to work on our relationship to see if I can strengthen our connection because I've committed to him.
2: I agree with all of that. Did Jen hate her husband? Absolutely. I absolutely (laughs) believe too that she probably found out that there was a job opening and was like, you know who'd be great for that? This guy. She wanted, whether there was a Ryan or not, she wanted to get rid of that man. But I do believe yeah. that there was cheating. I just am, I'm just going to take Jen at her word for argument's sake and say she was emotional cheating and not physical. I think she wanted Ryan. I do think she wanted to explore it. I do think her marriage in her mind was over. It might not have been on both ends. I don't think it was two sided. I think it was just her. And I do think that she heavily encouraged her husband to take a job in Oklahoma. And I wouldn't even be shocked if she was like, You know, maybe the space is what we need. You know, like, just go out there for six months and see how you like it. I'll hold down the house with the kids. Meanwhile, Ryan was at the door with his boxes moving in. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I do believe that there was some of that. But does she have to share that with Emily and Gina? No.
3: I mean, listen, if you're going to go on a reality show, I think you kind of have to be honest about your life. Otherwise, it always comes back to bite you in the butt. So I do think that I agree with everything you said, except for the part that I don't think that it was only an emotional affair. I think that there was some physical stuff happening as well. Maybe they didn't go all the way, but they definitely touched. They definitely made out. There was a little more than just the emotional connection in a car together. Come on.
2: Probably so, but I, but I, I'm not going to (laughs) go there yet. I'm not going to go there. This, I did feel like, like I said at the top of this, this was a filler episode, but now as you and I are talking, I'm thinking maybe this was just the episode to lay the foundation of what's to come with the Jen and Ryan of it all. It seems like this is her storyline as much as she doesn't want it to be. She probably wants her new yoga studio to be the storyline so she could promote that but really is this is what business? we want to know more of gina's attaching herself to this story gina's storyline is now becoming i'm triggered by this and she hasn't really said that to jen so we know that's going to come to a head so i feel like this was kind of telling us where things are going Tamara's probably going to out jen gina's going to have issues with jen um maybe Eddie and Tamara have issues adjusting to the fact that now he's home all the time because the business isn't there. Yeah. I feel like this is where things are headed because they ended on a happy note with the cake Mm. throwing and, you know, the new beginnings, shutting one door, another one is opening. Everybody was all good. And then, did I make this up? Was it in a preview or did it really was It was in a preview where Gina's once again saying, I'm triggered by Jen and, and her infidelity. And so it's like, dun, dun, dun. This is where we're going.
3: It's all going to come to a head.
2: Also the Taylor of it all. Ta- oh, we didn't oh, talk Taylor. about this. We didn't talk about this. Taylor, I thought, I like Heather DeBro. I really do. And I was so happy when she came back to OC. But man, yeah. she can't help herself. She is so condescending. <laughs> like when she, she can't, and I really don't think it's malicious. I just think yeah. that's just, Heather, it's just who she is, the life that she lives. And it. she just talks to people in such a patronizing way. And she just can't help she herself. She really does. I when she so you know to set the scene she goes over to Taylor's to help her with and Taylor's asking for right you're asking Heather for her help you're putting Heather up here and yourself down here so Heather is already coming in on a high horse she's the actress they keep showing us those same photos over and over again of her acting you know career from the past the Jenny Show and there's one other we've gotten them twice the pilot already that never this season have yeah. we not <laughs> We already got it twice. We get it. We know Heather had a career. In we got it. Respect that. Well, so we know Taylor she had a Bre- part on Jenny. We know she had a part on Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I believe it said 1997, or did I make that up? Yeah, I
3: think it was 97.
2: <laughs> so we know she put her career on hold for her family. She comes in to help Taylor, and immediately, you know, Taylor, why Taylor just being Taylor. Says that there's a part in this movie in Oklahoma. And like, it doesn't take a genius to know. Heather's never accepting a part in this movie that Taylor was cast to be in. Even though Heather hasn't acted in decades, she still sees herself as way more of an accomplished, and she is an accomplished actor than Taylor. This fell into Taylor's lap. I forgot her name for a second. Heather studied this. This is Heather's thing she just put it on hold so she's not on the same page as taylor but poor taylor still invited her to come be a part of this movie and allegedly heather said yes they were drinking i'm sure she did she didn't mean it she makes that clear at least to us in confessionals but says to taylor you're so cute i knew that was going to be a problem
3: It's funny, though, because it's like in the same episode, we got like Heather talking about how the kids are going off to college and she thinks she might want to reconsider getting back into acting. And then it's like, here's the part that's offered to you. And she's like, nah, She's like you're cute, but nah. Uh, But I get it. She's not going to do some like a low budget C-level movie that's like Taylor Armstrong's friend that's filming in Oklahoma. Like, Taylor's not an actress and she's not very good at it either. But I mean, listen, she's just getting her foot in the door and everybody has to start somewhere. But I just think it was cute that Taylor was like, this is going to be a great storyline. We're going to get Gina demoted and I'm going to get my orange because I'm going to have Heather Dubrow come and do a movie with me in Oklahoma. And Heather's <laughs> like, no, I'm not playing your game. No, thank Heather's you.
2: like, no. And then Heather, it's, you know, I I, I would probably be this way too. In, a, in another life, I was an attorney and... I worked hard to get to that point, and I don't practice at all. And yeah, there are certain times where I want to remind everybody that I was an attorney and I practiced law. So there are times when I'm like, well, you know, because I was an attorney. I do do that. Conf- like, I will confess, I do that just so you don't forget. And that's what Heather does with acting. When Heather's in her confessional and she's like, that is not the way that a part is offered. You don't just give a part to your friend, you have to, the casting director, the director, the, you know, so it's like she's proving to everyone that she's in this industry. I relate, Heather. I get it. There's this, there's an insecurity in you that you want to remind everyone that this is what you used to do. You're a real actor, But it's a little overboard. It's a little overboard. It's a little, it's a little much. And I can admit that as someone who does it.
3: I did love how the acting coach came in and Heather like did not take her seriously at all. She was like, so what have you been in? Like she like was totally reading her up and down and... Like, you can just tell, like, Heather is, like, not even, like, she's just giving Taylor a little camera time, but she has zero interest in helping Taylor become an actress because she doesn't think that Taylor has the chops to be an actress.
2: And she probably doesn't. But the, but you were so right at the way that she, she talked to the woman. That woman was an accomplished Broadway actress. I saw yeah. Motown, the musical. It was incredible. And it was like, yeah. Heather was like, huh, huh. It's like, Heather, to be honest, I think her resume might be longer than yours because she didn't take a sabbatical. She didn't take, and yeah. in Heather's defense, Heather took time away. This woman didn't. She worked in the business. But that's the thing with Heather where, I like her, but I understand why some people are rubbed the wrong way by her because she does have her nose in the air a bit all the time <laughs> all yeah. the time. But I appreciate that about her and realize that's who it is. like you you take your friend, she's not my friend, but I understand if she was my friend, I would understand that that's just her, and I would accept her for who she is, yeah, yeah, but if you're not my friend, I understand how that rubs people the wrong way. but I want more yeah. Of I do want yes, more of it. On the all show. of it. Um, the previews for next week look like they're going to be really good. I love when the women go on vacation because they never get along, and it is hard to get along in real life. It's hard. You, you your friendships are tested when you travel, and so the women, their friendships are always tested, and they never come out the same. And that is what I'm looking forward to in Montana.
3: Montana, here we come.
2: Here we come. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. Uh, Get ready for all the Yellowstone jokes Even though that's Wyoming Mm. Get ready for the Yellowstone Is it Montana? It's Montana Is it Montana?
3: Yeah (laughs) It's Montana
2: Okay Get ready for all the Yellowstone jokes That are going to come next episode Everybody's going to think that they're Beth Looking for their rip It's coming All right Well, that is it with OC Zach, as always Thank you so much for recapping with me We'll be back next week to, To talk about Montana And how it all went down Real Housewives of Montana. Maybe that's what this is laying the foundation for. Maybe that's what's coming next. That's our next franchise, Real Housewives of Montana. Uh, You heard it here first. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Morally Corrupt. Happy Friday. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week.